0: And we gotta thank God each and every minute of every day I'm back! You have reached the destination of the Everyday Norm Podcast This is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it wanna welcome everyone I am back So welcome, 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 welcome how you doing? This is the Everyday Norm Podcast. I am your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Chef R. Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle. I want to thank everyone for joining the podcast on today. If you are new to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time. Thank you very much for tuning in. I have been away for uh, a few months, but I am back on today and it feels Great being back on the grind. So thank you very much for those who are still staying with me. Now, you can find the Everyday Knowing Podcast on Facebook and also Twitter. You can also catch the Everyday Known Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And Stitcher. Also, you can catch the Everyday Norm podcast on Buzzsprout. So, we thank those streaming platforms for the Everyday Norm podcast. And I want to thank my audience who listened to me on Anchor, on uh, United in the United States. I want to thank my audience in the United States, Sweden, UK, Taiwan, and Qatar. Also, Canada ireland iran and jamaica and people i am not making this up i'm going to go to my website or go to my page on facebook everyday knowing podcast and i'm going to post the audience that i have for the everyday knowing podcast and i'll read out to you. united states is 79 percent sweden is 10 percent uh uk is six percent then i have one percent in taiwan katar uh, qatr i've never heard of that country canada ireland iran and jamaica so i think everyone who is listening to the everyday norm podcast has truly been a blessing and uh fun to do now uh on today's episode of the podcast um we know that uh things have been going uh have been very very hectic uh over the past few weeks um the world got to see One of the most despicable things that a human being could ever see Uh, What I'm talking about, the murder Because that's exactly what it was The murder of George Florida A little bit over two weeks ago When he was killed by having a knee placed on his neck For 8 minutes and 46 seconds At the hand of a Minneapolis police officer Um, He has since Uh, been arrested and three other officers that were involved have been arrested and the death of george floyd has sent anger has sent uh uh uh, uh, feelings around the world for protests literally around the world not just the united states but paris uh london (coughs) uh, and so many other places i can't even uh, name them all Where uh, Australia Where we've seen video footage of Worldwide protests For the end Demanding the end of racism Systemic racism And police brutality Now uh, At the time of this broadcast George Floyd has already been laid to rest After his friends and family Got a chance to say goodbye One last time Um, My city Atlanta Protested are still protesting As a matter of fact some cities are still protesting uh they have not gone to peaceful protesting uh and we're seeing a change going on in the world today now since this numerous companies and and entities have made one eighties uh nascar just recently banned well recently said the confederate flag would no no longer be flown. At their events, Um, Confederate monuments across the country are being removed either by the mayor or by the citizens themselves. Some have been been even thrown in rivers and so forth like that. Some have been defaced, some have been vandalized, spray painted because people are now uh, fed up with what they see and what's going on. And, of course, you still have the people that want to hold on to that ideology of racism, of hate, of bigotry. And those people, uh, until they want to be helped, you can't help. But you still keep the cause going. Uh, Minneapolis has banned, since then banned the use of chokeholds. Um, Other cities and other states are following suit as well. But um, the question I asked for today is, where do we go from here? We have been protesting, still protesting. We have looted. We have rioted. We have damaged property. Some people have been injured. Some people, a few people may have even died. But where do we go from here, everyone? What do we do next? I'm going to give you an example of something. And um, if you will, please go to the Everyday on podcast and please go back and check out two of uh, my previous podcasts that are related to this. Um, one is called The Black Dollar and t- the second one is called Just Doing It in reference to Colin Kaepernick. And I will be getting to that uh, later as well. people where do we go from here if we want to promote change in this country when it comes to racism now i will say this i watched a lot of protest footage from all over the country atlanta seattle minneapolis uh new york uh wherever the case may be and i will say this and i mean this in no disrespect but i have seen more white people protesting than I have for this cause than I ever have in my entire life. Now, George Floyd was one uh, death that angered America. Another death around the same time um, in a three month period or a few month period was Breonna Taylor. I think she was in Kentucky when she was killed in her home after plainclothes cops banging the door down serving a no knock warrant. Uh she was uh shot eight times by the cops. That investigation is ongoing. Um we saw the tape, I think maybe in March, of the killing of Ahmad Arbery in Brunswick, Georgia, by two white uh men claiming that he was in the he committed a crime activating a citizen's arrest. That was back in February on the 23rd, I think, but the video did not come out until maybe a month or so, month and a half, maybe later, of the actual footage. Since then, the two individuals and, well, three individuals have been arrested and have been charged with murder. So people are upset, people are angry, and people want to take action. But where do we go from here with this? And I'm gonna give you An example, Um, let's go back to the um, Rosa Parks, and I think the year was 1955, if I am correct. And she was arrested for not giving up her seat to a white passenger. She decided to remain where she was, and it caused a big controversy within um, Montgomery. Uh, So the residents, the black residents, decided to boycott the Montgomery bus system. So they would walk, regardless of the distance, they would walk and not spend their money on the Montgomery bus transit system because they were not being treated fairly. So this went on for a little over a year, but it was consistent. It was uh, so consistent that cops were coming out of nowhere arresting black people, not because they were committing a crime, not because they were a suspicion of committing a crime, but because they were not taking the bus to work, not taking the bus to home from work or wherever the case may be. And they were consistent with this. Now. I was listening to the news a few days ago and the gentleman on the panel mentioned the boycott and he said that um, the boycott didn't in- the Supreme Court ruled that what Montgomery was doing was unconstitutional and once the uh, it was ruled unconstitutional and the bus transit changed its um, policy then the boycott ended. <clears throat> now my question is how far <clears throat> excuse me are we going to take this? How far are we going to take this? It's like this. We can we can do all the protesting and we can do all the looting, we can do all the riot, but where else, how else do we protest? How else can we protest? Now since then, there have been rapid changes across the board. People, uh, companies are, are even less tolerant of anything that is remotely racial that's being said uh, on their businesses, for their businesses. Employees have been fired for racial slurs or anything that does not seem to support the Black Lives Matter cause or movement. Um, like I said, NASCAR no longer allowing the Confederate Confederate flag to be flown at their events who have just stirred a lot of people, including Donald Trump, uh, impeached Donald Trump. And people are taking a stand, uh, in this, in this situation, but what else, what else can we do? And I've said, and please go back to the episode I said, the black dollar, because it's very, very important that, uh, We understand some things now I wrote something on my Facebook page a few days ago and I want to share that with you right now because I feel that this is very 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 important uh, related to this case and since then um, even more Confederate monuments Uh, are in the process of coming down. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to raise a question to um, Georgia residents. Since we're talking about the removal of Confederate monuments and statues, we have a big uh, Confederate statue in Stone Mountain, Georgia. So the question is what are is that is that gonna be next or what's gonna happen with that? Um but nevertheless let me see if I can find that post for you, ladies and gentlemen. Cause I post so much. So please bear with me. Okay. And like I said, you got some people who are still, you know, they want to defend the Confederate flag, saying it's part of American heritage, part of American history, and it is part of American history, but it's also part of it, also a bad heritage that people want to hold on to. I don't have to go into details about the, uh, the Confederate flag, what it re- represented. It represented the South, uh, how they wanted to keep oppression and slavery going, and which resulted in <clears throat> the Civil War. So, We know what the Confederate flag represents for black people, but some white people just choose not to listen, not to understand, but not to listen as to what that flag represents. So I I posted something on Thursday on my Facebook page, and I said this. Dear black people, do not continue to waste your time and energy trying to explain or explain racism or its existence in this country anymore to white people. Unless they're a newborn, white America has been well aware of systemic racism in so many avenues from law enforcement, healthcare, education, and many more. If white Americans don't get it, parentheses, they do, it's because they want to keep a lie going that works for them and not for others. It should not have taken George Floyd's murder for white america to finally open their eyes but more importantly their mouths, to systemic racism police brutality or social injustice the days of explaining things to brick walls are over there's four hundred years of documentation from slavery jim crow the civil rights movement and the tuskegee experiment direct that energy now to maintain the push for change justice for those who haven't received it, and put our money where our mouths are by no longer supporting any institutions and or businesses that support such behavior or a public figure who does. We as consumers hold the power. We always have and always will. That's what I want to get across to everyone. Once again, we are the consumer. We hold the power. The problem is we have been giving that power away to so many companies so many people understand something people and i will say this i've never been a fan i've never been supportive of actually looting destroying people's property because guess what in the process the rioting black businesses were destroyed as well and i don't agree with that i don't condone that whatsoever but what are you going to do with your money what are you going to do with your money? Um, we are now coming to see that many corporations, many um, companies, are. we're finding out now that many of them are have donated money to um, the Donald <clears throat> Trump re-election or Donald Trump campaign, um, which is sparking um, some talk of boycotting these companies. Now, some of these companies that I've heard are taco bell burger king popeyes panera bread pizza hut 11 madison slash the nomad that's in uh, new york i never heard of that bubba gump never heard of that del frisco's i uh, haven't heard of that joe's crab shack wendy's wendy's came out later and said they have not contributed to the trump election campaign if they actually donated money to uh police against police brutality uh, I know chick-fil-a is also one of those companies and also Home Depot and people have sparked uh, it has sparked concern and the threat of boycott but that's where the step needs to go and here's the thing and I've also talked about how a white America does not take black protests in because we're not consistent with it we need to keep this thing going but we can do it peacefully but We need to put our money where our mouths are, meaning we can get mad at the current administration for what's going on. We can get mad at people who support Donald Trump impeached uh, or impeached Donald Trump. But we continue to give our money to places that support these causes and still keep those people in power. And I've said this, I'll continue to say this. If you're upset about what's going on, go vote. Vote vote these senators out, vote these police chiefs out, vote these mayors out, vote these congressmen and women out who do not, these district attorneys and who do not support the idea of freedom for all and liberties for all. In the Ahmaud Arbery case, and there's video footage of the murder. I think the district attorney, one of the district attorneys, said that he didn't find anything wrong. He didn't see a need for charges because the killing was justified, even though the video says otherwise. But we need to start, black people, we need to start organizing. We need to start mobilizing. I've given this... um, uh, uh, as an example, Black Wall Street. There's no reason why in 2020 Black America cannot re revive Black Wall Street. Why do I say that? Well, we have more wealthy Black people now than we did back in I think I want to say 1921 when Black Wall Street was uh flowing. We have more laws that would help Black uh people with. Uh, Acquiring businesses and wealth Uh, we have more um, black influencers than we did back then and we have a larger stage we have social media so we have so many things that would help us get back to that point in time for uh, black America but we have to first of all get out of our own way we can't get mad at what we see at George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many other black men and women by police and then just stop now that George has been buried so the movement stops no it has to keep going it has to keep going which leads me to the NFL and how now Roger Goodell has come out and said we the NFL were wrong about our stance on police brutality now keep in mind Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the 2016-2017 season, and he's still been blackballed to this to this day he does not have a job with the NFL and now the NFL wants to come out and do a 180 and players want to come out with a video saying what will it take and so forth and I'm I have my views on that and but I will ask this question and I'm really curious as to uh, who can answer this and this goes out to white America why now why is it that it took George Floyd's death for so much of white America to finally speak up and out about racism. George Floyd is not the first person whose death by police was caught on video. Like I said, we've seen Eric Garner just, what, six years ago. I can't breathe. George Floyd, six years later, I can't breathe. We've seen the deaths of Quan McDonald, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice. Um, who else can I say? We've seen so many other uh, uh, Sean Bell, well, not Sean Bell. We saw the Athena. We've seen so many deaths by police at the hand of police on video. Why George Floyd? We all knew racism exists. We knew systemic racism exists. We knew police brutality exists. We saw that during the 60s, the 50s, the civil rights movement. We saw that in the 90s with Rodney King. So we know that it's always been there and George Floyd won't be the last death film killed by police. So what took so long and why now, white America? You knew this was going on. We've been saying it's been going on, but why now do you choose to listen and take these extreme measures To send a message that you're finally tired of racism. Why did it take this long, white America, for some of you to say three simple words? Black lives matter. Why? Why did it take this long? Just because I'm pro-black doesn't mean that I'm anti-white. And when I've used this before, you've heard it before, when you say all lives matter, it's just like you're saying, My house is on fire, everyone else's house is okay, but you're watering, you're spraying down the house that isn't on fire, but my house needs to help now. Well all houses matter. Why is that? You don't you don't see anyone at a cancer event or a breast cancer event saying leukemia matters. You don't do that. You don't hear that. So what took so long, white America? Why now? Why now? Don't get me wrong. We appreciate what you're doing, but why now? We've been saying this for so long. Why is it that you're now designed to hear us? You see George Floyd begging for his life, please, officer. Begging for his mom who died two years prior. And you're watching for eight minutes and 46 seconds the life of a man leave his body. And it's not something that's easy to see and no one should be exposed to that, but it happened. But where do we go from here? You have to be consistent with this. Now, what I suggest is once again, not supporting any companies, any businesses that support the ideology of racism, uh, that support the Donald Trump campaign, because I've said this before and I will say this again, Donald Trump is a racist Donald Trump is a liar and Donald Trump is a rapist among other things and he's also impeached so Donald Trump won't um take a stand he's tweeted more about the economy uh and speaking of which during this uh rioting and looting we're still in a pandemic we're still in a pandemic Donald Trump just recently rescheduled his rally that he wanted to schedule next Friday on Juneteenth, June 19th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Given the amount of attentions receiving, he decided to reschedule that at another location, according to him, out of respect. And we all know how that goes. But I say leave these companies alone. If you want to send a message, hit them where it hurts the most in their pocketbooks um, you don't have to shop at other places I will give an example in my area we have Lowe's and Home Depot if Home Depot wants to support Donald Trump fine we have Lowe's as, as an alternative who have shown that they're not with that cause I know many of you like myself love Chick-fil-A but if Chick-fil-A is going to support the campaign of a man who is racist whose lifestyle is nowhere conducive or indicative of a Christian of a Christian walk or a godly lifestyle, then I can no longer support Chick-fil-A, regardless of how good their chicken is. Sports. I no longer watch WWE because Vincent Manns is a staunch uh reporter. I mean uh supporter of Donald Trump. I can no longer watch their their company, their content. So once again the power is in us. Boycott these companies boycott these people who support the ideology of racism systemic racism police brutality send them a message that regardless of how famous he or she is we will not buy your record we will not download your music we won't go see your movie we won't watch your youtube channel we won't watch your series on whatever network we won't stand for it we're not going to do it Because every time you spend your money in those places, you give those people more power. You give them more power. So we have to take our money and put it where we can. I've said this before. Black people, find a black-owned business in your area. Invest in that black-owned business. If you could spend $1 a day, just $1. I'm not saying, of course, you could spend more than that. But if you find something that you really like and they come uh buy it invest in but if you spend one dollar a day every black person spends one dollar in a black owned business every day that is one more dollar that they have earned that it would not have earned prior support black owned businesses yeah I understand they're not the Walmarts they're not the targets they're not the big retail companies but they are your brothers and sisters We need to support them. We can't continue to complain about large entities and how we're treated if we still go there and don't support our brothers and sisters who've had uh, businesses for 20, 30, 40 years. Let's start supporting them. And let's start sending a message that we have the power of our own dollar. Black people, we we spend more money than any other culture in the United States, but we invest more the least now maybe in a future episode I'll give you I will talk about things that our black community needs in order to thrive on its own I'll get to that in another episode and with that said there it is I want to thank everyone for supporting the Everyday Norm podcast it feels good to be back uh, doing this like I said it's been a long time and everything but um, I'm so glad to be back Um, A lot has been going on and I have to use my platform to speak on it. Um, I can't stay silent and I don't want to stay silent. So um, thank you for all that you have done, for all of your support. And it truly means a lot to me. Now, stay tuned. There's going to be more uh, episodes coming of the Everyday Norm podcast like i said did not mean to be gone so long but i am back and i'm uh, glad to be back um please check out uh, big norm tv also on youtube instagram and also facebook please support your boy um i want to do what i want to do is educate inform encourage and motivate with my platform Okay, so thank you very much. This is the Everyday Knowing Podcast. I love you all with the love of Jesus. I will leave you with these words. Let's look upward and not downward. Let's go forward and not backwards. Always lend a helping hand. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and I will see you when I see you.